0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: The Defense Department has unveiled a long-awaited zero-trust strategy. It lays out a detailed and ambitious plan for how military networks should embed zero-trust principles by the year 2027. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the latest. Justin, this has been a long time in coming, hasn't it? What is in the strategy?
2: Yeah, so this lays out DoD's approach here to moving away from a perimeter-based cybersecurity model where you're relying on firewalls and things like that to keep the attackers out to really uh, a a never-trust, always-verify approach that's implicit in this whole zero-trust idea. And DoD's Do- strategy here actually includes 45 separate capabilities organized around seven uh, zero trust pillars. And those pillars, really quickly, are users, devices, networks and environments, applications and workloads, data. Visibility and analytics and automation and orchestration. So there's quite a bit in there to chew on. And and DoD segments its approach into what it kind of calls a target set of zero trust capabilities that it wants everyone in DoD to get to by 2027. And then beyond that, there's advanced capabilities that, that DoD lays out beyond 2027. So the baseline is these target capabilities, and I won't go into every single one that it lays out, but some examples include a user event inventory, federated identity credential and access management, endpoint detection and response capabilities, and software-defined networking. Those are a few that DoD expects to get to over the coming years. Dave McCune is the acting principal deputy CIO at DoD. He told reporters that while they lay out some specific timelines and capabilities... It's up to the defense components to determine how exactly they'll get after this.
3: We are not prescriptive. As you read this strategy, we are not defining exact components that people have to buy specific software or anything like that. We are defining capabilities here, and we're leaving it up to the services for how they implement those and integrate them together in order to achieve the desired zero trust level. So their participation is key. They're on board with it. They know about this. We've been telling them about it for several years now, and and they've been integral to the development of the strategy and the roadmap that you see there.
1: That's Dave McCune, the acting principal deputy CIO at DOD. So 2027 is the long-term deadline, what are some of the deadlines, milestones in the meantime?
2: Yeah, so DOD components, you know, the military services and the defense agencies will have to come up with execution plans of their own for how they're going to get after this by next September. That's when they're due to the DOD CIO's office. And DOD components are also being directed to start piloting Zero Trust on three legacy systems over the course of the next year, if they haven't started already. And then one specific key deadline is that all DOD organizations should be logging network traffic by the fourth quarter of fiscal 2023. Uh, And by the end of 2023, DOD components should begin deployment of Zero Trust into production, real life systems that they're using. So over the next year, we're going to see a lot of action. Randy Resnick, director of the Zero Trust Portfolio Management Office, says the barriers here aren't really technical. They're more cultural and organizational.
0: I think to get to the target level, there aren't any technical critical path items that are unachievable for us to get to zero trust at the the target level. It's just a matter of leadership's ability to execute. We have the dollars, and uh, every single year we're uh, doing a review of what's required uh, going into the next years in the FIDIP to make sure that this is well-funded. The department, over the last three or four years, thoroughly understands the needs for zero trust from a cybersecurity perspective to uh, address the threat. So this is a very high-priority endeavor.
1: That was Randy Resnick, director of the Zero Trust Portfolio Management Office. And how will they fund it?
2: Well, there's not going to be a central pot of funding or anything like that. Components will have to address funding for their zero trust plans through the annual budgeting process. And the the DOD CIO's office, who's leading this effort, is going to work with components if they have any sort of resourcing shortfalls. But it's going to have to come through the annual funding process, and they're going to have to get it approved by Congress year in and year out.
1: And of course, Justin, the DOD is moving a lot of its computing resources to the cloud, lots of endeavors going on there. How about the cloud service providers? They've got to be part of any zero-trust strategy, correct?
2: Yeah, that's right. Uh, DoD actually plans on piloting its zero-trust approach with the major cloud service providers. Uh, DoD released uh, this roadmap along with this strategy, and that initial roadmap kind of lays out how DoD can take its current IT infrastructure and shift it to zero trust. But they're also working on another one that's going to look at how the commercial cloud can adopt the zero trust approach that they've laid out here. And DoD has been working with the four commercial cloud providers, uh, Google, Oracle, Microsoft, and Amazon, that are going to be a part of its joint warfighting cloud capability. Here's McCune again.
3: We gave several of them advanced copies uh, of drafts of what we were working on. They were very encouraged that somebody had finally define for them the things that they would need to hit in order to satisfy zero trust. Uh, A lot of companies out there slap the zero trust label that they they do zero trust on their products. But we have clearly defined a North Star for these vendors, and I, I think they were pretty happy with that.
2: And again, that's Dave McCune, the Acting Principal Deputy DOD CIO.
1: And what about end users, the average soldier, sailor, airman, marine, and civilian user of systems at DOD? How will this affect them?
2: The hope is that for the most part, they won't notice. Uh, While it will require a pretty significant effort and re-education for IT professionals who are involved in the administration of these networks and the day-to-day operating, the goal is that the average end user doesn't see much of a difference in what they have to do to log in on a day-in and day-out basis. DOD users are already, depending on where they work, used to maybe less than uh, ideal networking uh, conditions. The biggest change they'll see maybe under this strategy is there might be more multi-factor authentication and things that they have to do there. But Resnick says the goal is that this could actually help improve their experience in the long term.
0: It's a good opportunity for the department to address the technical debt that exists in the infrastructure of the Doden right now. So while we move to zero trust, we're also going to be modernizing or upgrading the networks, and via zero trust, the just the techniques of zero trust, actually reduces a lot of the bandwidth that goes back and forth in the network itself. So we may actually see just merely by going to zero trust a better improvement
2: in the throughput. And again, that's Randy Resnick, director of the DoD, DoD CIOs. Zero Trust Portfolio Management Office.
1: And it sounds like they're going to have to really keep this funded over the next few years. If they have a 2027 goal, that means the successors to all these people are going to have to keep carrying the ball.
2: Yeah, that's right. It's definitely not going to be something where they come up with a, a plan here and achieve it over the, the next year, uh, buy a couple products. It's going to it's gonna be something that you're going to see DOD consistently uh, leaning on over the coming years. And it'll be interesting to see how these different milestones
1: So the race is on between CMMC and Zero Trust.
2: Yeah, I I think uh, DOD would take getting to uh, both of those things over over the next five years here.
1: Yeah, well, they're both turtles. We'll see which one gets over the line first. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday, thanks so much. All right. Thank you, Tom. Be sure to check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com.